0: Hello and welcome to Theralit Two Dope Therapist. Full disclosure: we don't own the rights to any music you may hear, and please be advised that this is not a substitute for your own personal therapy. Although we are licensed professionals and our answers will be from research and experience, our opinions will be interjected as well. If you feel that therapy is in order, please contact a licensed clinician in your area to start your journey. Now, let's get started. <music>
1: hello hello there how are we today i'm really good i'm a little t- well you know yeah it's been that type of time and you know trying to stay up and do different things and stuff so definitely can appreciate that
0: yeah had a good time last night but i just think all about that wind blowing and um that fan above my head yeah that was making me cold but
1: you know it was blowing away the <laughs> so you got to give and take It's true, right? Ain't nobody picking battles. You know what I'm saying? Because really, ain't nobody playing with her. Okay, let's be real clear, right? Nobody is playing with her. Blowing her right on off this balcony. Okay, (laughs) thank you so much, and for everybody, we had a little, you know, small uh, gathering for Friendsgiving yesterday, and uh, it was a really good time, and I know I needed it. So. Me
0: too. It was really,
1: it was my first Friendsgiving. Mm, Okay.
0: I'd never had a Friendsgiving before, so that was nice within itself, but I really like the fact that it was, besides Mm -hmm. you, it was all new women, Mm -hmm. um, and I always enjoy being in the presence of other you know, great women that are doing great things. So it's
1: fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I'm just glad we were able to kind of meet up before because, like, we did it a little earlier because I go out of town to go home next week for Thanksgiving. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but just being able to get out and see people face-to-face instead of electronics or, you know, different things like that. So this was awesome. Right. I really appreciate y'all coming out and participating. Sure. It was a
0: good time. I got to put my little card up. Oh, yes. I'm going to put it on the, um, my little fireplace.
1: Awesome. So, all right. So yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm a little, um, uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm taking it one day at a time. And so, um, I got energy today. I'm glad about that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and so looking forward to seeing my family this time next week. Cause I'll leave Saturday the 21st to go home. So I'll be happy about that. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, wrapping up this last week before the holiday and things like that and so but i'm also doing real good (laughs) Uh. i'm doing real good because who now i feel like i can breathe a little bit since now we know we know about this election situation and how hard it came okay Father God in heaven in heaven
0: okay because you know i violated my rule right I said I was not going to look at no news. I wasn't going to look at anything. I was just going to just focus on just doing me every day. Mm -hmm. Just get up, positive energy. I still had positive energy, Mm -hmm. but I want to say it was the night that we recorded. I got in the bed and all of a sudden, like midnight, it just hit me. Oh, Like, what if this dude wins again? Like, I had thought about Mm -hmm. that But it just hit me all of a sudden. So I ended up calling my cousin, Clarissa. Mm -hmm. Hey, girl. (laughs) And um, we talked till like 3 o'clock in the morning. And it was just such a good fellowship. We had a really good time reminiscing and stuff. But I just, what happened was I looked on, I was on FaceTime, not FaceTime, uh, Facebook. Facebook, uh And just, I should have got off. I should not have gotten on there. Oh, (laughs) no. Because everybody's anger and frustration it was just real on there mm-hmm. and as soon as I got off it just hit me and my anxiety kicked in and I was like nope I refuse
1: to let this defeat me let me call somebody and you know it ended up working out well yeah cause I you know so I, I didn't break my promise Um, I checked out mm-hmm. uh, the Thursday before And Mm -hmm. Well, I did break my promise because I didn't check back in. I said I was going to check back in on that Thursday after, two days after the election. Mm -hmm. I didn't check back in until Saturday. And the reason why Mm -hmm. I checked back in is, so I'm I'm on my last session that Saturday. And Mm -hmm. my phone kept blowing up. And I was like, good Lord, what is going on? And so Mm -hmm. I was like, my phone is going crazy. And I just said it in the middle. I said, give me one second. I said, I have to put this thing on do not disturb. She was like, "Darnita, Why? and I was like cuz my phone is going crazy. She was like, mm-hmm. "Um that's because Biden just won the election." That's how mm-hmm. I knew. And then y'all started ringing my phone. Well, yeah. So <laughs> after that, you know, because it was our group chat. Yes, was going crazy. yes, because after that, I was like, God bless America. Yes, thank you. You know what I'm saying? And so, girl. you know, and then to actually leave the, because I, I was here in my office, I left my office and then see people in the streets. I mean, literally in the streets celebrate. Girl, I had to put my
0: session on hold. My next client, I would send her a text like, I need 15 minutes mm-hmm. because I had to weep, girl. Oh, <laughs> I had to take that deep breath, Mm -hmm. like instantly there was this, this huge deep breath that I took that I had been carrying for four years.
1: Well, like it was crazy. And then I just, you know, I let them tears fall and we went on to the next session and it was good. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. I didn't get emotional until that night when I heard Kamala's speech.
0: Mm, mm, That was, mm, that mm. was, no, that was something for me.
1: That was something for me let me tell you and Mm -hmm. I just I mean I was just like all I kept thinking was I am we all live history okay let's be very clear we're all living in historical times whether we realize Mm -hmm. it or not every yesterday is history things happened Mm -hmm. yesterday we lived through it we're living history but this is like a time like none other that I am aware of and all I keep thinking about is I wish my grandmothers could have seen this yeah, and it was that same sentiment yep. the night that President Obama accepted the you know the uh he accepted the the nomination for um right. you know president, and so I mean it was mm-hmm. just like I was like this is like none other. This is a first. We will never have this again. Girl, never have this again. Well, not with a not with I wept. Yet again,: Yeah, oh my God, that one tears was rolling. <laughs> okay. rolling Okay. Because you I mean, Ooh. and it was that ugly cry where, you know, it's not coming out and everything else. That Girl, was now listen. I don't know that my husband heard the speech. Oh, Because I just
0: I was just like you know, it was contained, but it mm-hmm. was just that that week of like years of struggle, especially when she talked about black women. Yes carrying the weight of America Come and on. busting through the, the glass ceiling mm-hmm. and for all the young black
1: girls, girl
0: yes, that I'm was, getting
1: now. I'm terrible. telling you because I mean I, let me tell you, it's, it's hard to get other, you know, if you haven't lived this existence it's hard for others to understand how you feel and so you know, even, you know, just even trying to explain your orientation in life I mean, you know what I'm saying, we get passionate, we angry Um, we are never a damsel in distress. Um, never, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's real hard. I mean, we always get suspicious. This is even with us, you know, internal race versus external, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So to hear that, it's just like, thank you. And then to see the young girls, the young black girls in the audience, when they were in Delaware sitting on top of their cars and they are like, she looks like me. Girl. And so, you know, and even
0: the young white girls, because at yeah. the end of the day, she bust, she broke the ceiling for girls. Yes, she did for women, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, for me as a black woman, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother sentiment, right? But
1: she bust, she kicked it down for everybody, and she did. But it was us. Do you get what I'm saying? I, and no, I think I mean, that's what agree. I just said. It's a I different sentiment
0: agree. for me mm-hmm. personally, for us as black women yep. but just to see women in general little girls in general celebrating the fact that a woman is the vice president and the possibilities are endless for you mm-hmm. is amazing of course it means more to me as a black woman but mm-hmm. she a black woman did it for every woman yes is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> that's yeah. that's what for me I just was, I just was weeping endlessly, and I feel like I cried for all, for four years. Like I literally cried for a couple of days. Like I just, the tears just wouldn't stop because just four years of tension and turmoil was just like man. Well, I think it's such a little a release.
1: Bit, I think it was more than that, honestly, because I mean, yeah, this this has been a stressful four years. I felt like I was lived a nightmare, um, but. I feel like even with, you know, the, the emotions that come up with her, mm-hmm. I feel like this is like a, a lifelong release because yes. I remember being a little girl and rarely seeing anybody who looked like me on TV. Mm-hmm. And if they did, it was, it was you good know, times, it was good times. Or, you know, they had the Jeffersons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or we was always getting saved. Like, different strokes. Girl! <laughs> Mr. Oh. Drummond came and rescued the black boys. Um, girl! I started
0: watching that the
1: other day with a whole new lens and perspective.
0: Uh Uh I can't even watch it.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, even when you think about Punky Brewster, Sherry was her best friend, but she was the sidekick. Right. You know what I'm saying? We didn't really have that much and we didn't really, you know, we we never saw anybody in that level. You know what I'm saying? And then going through it, then we went through, you know, then we all gangsters. Or we all, you know, our new comedy chitlin circuit Mm -hmm. and some of these are funny. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like to, you know, to see this, this is like a soul thing coming Mm -hmm. through. And it's just like to hear, you know, to, to, to see it on TV and, you know, be a part of it and just to know that it's happening. is just like, finally, in some way, shape or form right mm-hmm. some way shape or form maybe just maybe some some of the old stuff is now being let loose and no i'm not one of the people who be like you know who thought well just because we um elected president obama that uh racism is not gone uh-uh. right it's as we can not. see as we can still see um but at the same time this is monumental this is like mm-hmm. i mean come on Yes. Absolutely. So. And and for her to have graduated from HBCU. Girl, now, thank granted, you. I did Come not on.
0: go to an HBCU. I did not. Mm-hmm. I will never be able. Well, I won't say never because when I get that PhD, guess where it'll there be. There you her. go. Right. But um, I I remember a client that I had. It was a, a Caucasian woman
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she said something about her daughter and she was like, you know, well it's not like I want her to go to Johnson C. Smith. Oh, geez. Oh, <laughs> So I Trump did educate her mm-hmm. thoroughly mm-hmm. and I asked her to leave my office <laughs> because. Good for you. I just, you're not gonna do that. So to see someone from an HBCU win, it really, for me, it said a lot. Even though I didn't go to one, it, people think
1: HBCUs are nothing. Do you have well, I mean, any great I mean, people? Yeah, but the thing is, too, the, I, now let's, let's be real. Because when I, I wanted to go to Howard, I got accepted to Howard. And the day I found out I couldn't go because, uh, you know, that tuition wasn't getting paid. Oh, you couldn't think that my life wasn't ending. Okay. <laughs> it was the end I mean, of the world. What? <laughs> it was. It was the death of my universe. okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so anytime I'm walking on Howard's campus, I'll be sitting around like, don't talk to me. I'm having a spiritual moment because I should have been here. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of black people back in the day. Mm -hmm. who didn't think HBCUs didn't and today they gave you a subpar education and so they would send you to a PWI which is a predominantly white institution mm -hmm. and so now to you know to to see this drive and push Mm -hmm. for you know it's like okay now HBCUs didn't come up okay and now you've got certain famous people whose children are actually going to HBCUs and they're broadcasting it Mm -hmm. okay yep because there were people in the past who were famous and their children went to HBCUs, but they didn't necessarily say it. It right. was just that, you know, oh, you know, how you, you give a, you see another black person on the street and you give them that, what's up? Nah, mm-hmm. that's what they got. You know, that's like, oh, you went, yeah, your kids go to HBCU. Okay, great. But it wasn't broadcasted. That's now, why I can always thank Heathcliff
0: Clif- Heath Huxtable yes. for wearing those HBCU sweatshirts. I didn't okay. get to go for reasons out of my control, but mm-hmm. I wanted to go so bad because of those sweatshirts, <laughs> because mm-hmm. of a different world.
1: Let me help you, because so I bad. still got to get my Hillman College sweatshirt. Okay, girl. Well, when you so, find one, get me one. Oh, it's the website. Remember that one I sent you on Instagram? They, they got them. So, girl, you yeah. send me so much. Oh, hush your face. Anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, I love me some Instagram. You I love do. I
0: wake up in the morning. i will be like four messages from Darnita. <laughs> well, but I appreciate mm. it because you know you. I know. I love looking at the tattoos. Yes. Which is why this coming Friday I will be continuing the sleeve journey. Yes.
1: Okay. And I'm so, I'm so
0: upset with you that you're not going to be there because. Oh, hello. Don't play.
1: Don't play. If I, can get a, if I can get a quiet corner. If <laughs> I can get a quiet corner, don't play, don't don't. You know, I may be able to work some mojo
0: magic. Up in work there. some mojo magic to come hold this sister's
1: hand. <laughs> yes, because I, you know, I'm always there. So I'm that person. Because this is what your second tattoo, is? third. Third, okay, because yeah. like I'm a I'm a tattoo queen, so I got 19 uh, and mm-hmm, counting, mm-hmm. and so it's nothing for me. I wake up and be like, oh I think I'm gonna get tatted today." Okay, let me go find somebody. And I've always, you mm-hmm. know, wanted to keep going, but
0: you know, life, mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, money, and kids, and you know, but it happens. When but I'm now
1: to. I'm ready.
0: Let's go do this. Well, if it looked right, because right, I, you know, I will not now, be going. He can keep that whole clear. deposit
1: if it don't look right at first. Yeah, but because his stuff was looking all right when was, we saw shoes. it, but yes. So, all right. So funny stories from the couch. Here you go. So, okay. So I used to work inpatient psych um, at um, hospitals for uh, temporary triage of people who come in through the emergency rooms uh, needing a psyche valve And it's determined that they are either having a psychotic break episode or whatever, but they've now been admitted for psychiatric treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a short-term stabilization unit. And so I would come in, you know, I picked my days when I came in and I was still new as well. So I was doing some training. Um, I was supposed to be shadowing somebody, but I'm kind of an independent person. You show me one time I got to get my rhythm and I'll just jump out there and start working. Mm -hmm. So I go into the hallway and I am looking for a person because this is a new person. I'm about to do the assessment and everything. And so it's a protocol that we're supposed to follow. Mm -hmm. So I just see this gentleman and he's standing in the hallway. He's looking very lost, like lost. I mean, like staring off in the distance, like a blank stare. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for a gentleman. I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm looking (laughs) at his age, different things. Like I'm looking at his race and I walk up to him. So like, I'm sorry. So I was like, Hey, my name is Darnita. What's yours? Mm -hmm. So he says it back, you know, and everything. And he starts, you know, we just start chit chatting and everything else. And he's also got on scrubs. And so as I'm talking, I'm like, okay, well, do you want to follow me into the office? So we can do your assessment. And he's looking at me like he got, you know, he's real confused. And he was like, I said, so I said, did you, I said, can I help you with something? I said, I see this confused look on your face. How did I confuse you? Uh, You know, I just want to make sure I'm understanding. He's like, yeah, so Darnita, I work here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you still need an assessment, sir? (laughs) Girl, right. I was like, I mean, if if want, want, want had a look, okay, was <laughs> a person, oh my God, I was so embarrassed I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh really? I said, so I'm new. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just going to act like this didn't even happen. Right. And, he just gonna walk right on by. and he was like. <laughs> It was like yeah I was I said well I kind of saw you staring off with this blank stare you know I just didn't know I'm sorry you know what I'm saying and so he was like this is the laugh I needed for today and I was like <laughs> yeah as this chocolate girl could turn red oh my god you know that is with a whole sense of embarrassment so every time it would be our running joke he was like you gonna assess me today I was like sir Mm-mm-mm. do you need one
0: <laughs> But <laughs> that's funny
1: but yeah that that was hilarious because there I was like out of all the things I could have done, you know, <laughs> you had to pick that man. Mm. Listen, okay, I like oh okay, there. Hmm.
0: Girl, well, next. So mine is group home. Oh, yet geez. again uh-huh. the group store. The group home stories are endless. So yes. okay, so I had this little girl. Um, mm-hmm. Mind you, I am green. This is maybe my. F- fourth or fifth day in group mm-hmm. home. So they put me on a one-on-one with this little girl. She was eight, but she had the stature of maybe a six-year-old, six or seven. She was really kind of oh. little. Um, mm-hmm. And we had done the one-on-one all day. And for, you know, people that don't know one-on-one is um, when a child is on restriction and they can't be with mm-hmm. the rest of the group, they put that child with, um, a, a what do what are they call the, um basically a, a sitter, a almost. care worker, or whatever, which was me. Yeah. And I just was with her all day. So we played games all day and she was great. No incidents at all. Mm-hmm. And then I said, it's time for you to take your shower for bed. Oh. Because part of her restriction was she had to go to bed before everybody else. So mm. I tell her, you know, it's time for you to get a shower. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, nope, I'm not ready to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, so-and-so, you know, come on, get your shower. We'll play one more game after your shower. And then you have to go to bed. And when I went to close her door, something was stuck. So I pushed the thing, I bent down to push the thing back. Girl, when I tell you that little girl punched me. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Dead in my face. This was my first real on the job, learning how to restrict my emotions because Ooh. when I straightened my glasses, <laughs> I was ready to mollywop this little girl. I had to call back whop. up. Somebody come get her. I'm finna put this girl all the way through this room. <laughs> so luckily oh somebody came. Oh my God. Hurried up, came and got her for me to go and get myself together. And you know, at that point, forget the shower now, bitch! Like <laughs> I don't care <laughs> what else you thought we had planned. You want to be in right now, but just the funniness of the fact that this little girl she was so little, but when I tell you she, I saw stars.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: Yeah, I had oh girl. God. I had to straighten them glasses because they were sideways in the. Little thing on the side was broke, girl. Oh, uh,
1: uh, she got she, she got me because I went
0: right into it. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: my God!
0: So you know, the group home stories are endless. There's a lot of them because you know you're dealing with little kids that are emotional. They miss their families. They want to go home. Yeah, and you know we underestimate their feelings and their emotions.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: They're and, strong. and coupled
1: with the fact that they don't necessarily know what to do with them, so they just their start, kids you know, wilding out a little bit. Kids, yeah, they
0: have no idea what to do. And um, yep. she showed me what to, what she did with hers. Oh uh,
1: well, yeah, with them stars, just, mm-hmm. the stars were alive. like My mother used to say. <laughs> girl listen like my mother used to tell me all the time i'm gonna give you something to think about <laughs> girl i wanted to give her <laughs> something to think about <laughs> hurry up don't need this little
0: girl because <laughs> i need my job
1: <laughs> yes girl oh my god that was
0: crazy mm,
1: mm, mm. okay so we have some very interesting questions uh, today and as always but some of these are very interesting um And so definitely we're going to go ahead and get started. And the first question is about equally yoked. Yes. Okay. So equally yoked. And what does that truly mean when looking for a partner? Mm -hmm. Um, So for equally yoked, um, for people who don't know, okay, there's a lot of religious tie to this term but it can, it, you know, you can, you can take it across a, a, a broad stretch, spectrum. Right. So it's just like, okay, do you have the same level of faith? Do you have the same belief, different things mm-hmm. like that, because you want to have certain things in common. There are certain ground rules and relationships that, you know, are non-negotiables for some people. Right. If you get a partner who does not have the same faith or the same belief system or the same um, political party, sometimes you're like, okay, I can't date mm-hmm. you. I can't be with you so that's that can be yoking right mm-hmm. there okay um and so um it says equally yoked and what uh, does that truly mean when looking for a partner you got to know exactly what you're looking for and what you want and when I say what you want I'm not saying this this litany of 300 items on a mm-hmm. list no know your core beliefs core Girl, values lists. and lists someone Ooh, Jesus Oh my God, you get in trouble. I mean, and your list will leave you lonely. Let's be very clear. It'll leave you all isolated Mm, out mm, in mm. the whole world by yourself. And you'll be wondering what Mm. happened. But in this situation, it's just making sure that the things that you have to have Mm -hmm. and you're looking for and you want from a partner that you are meeting someone in that range. Okay. Um, And so whether it's spirituality let's be very clear too because there are people who are not equally yoked sexually mm-hmm. so if you if you on a um, celibate journey and you, you don't want to have sex until you get married but you got somebody who the freak of the week mm-hmm. who is like oh we gonna get this mm-hmm. thing y'all not gonna that's not gonna work because your needs aren't gonna get met and that person's needs are not gonna get met either Um. It's also talking about even concepts of understanding about money, finances, Mm -hmm. and spending future goals. If you got a person who is very complacent and they don't want, and this is no slight, but if you just, if you're content and happy and don't want any more than what you have right now, but your partner is very ambitious and goal driven, that's not equal yoking. And so you got to be very honest with yourself and really do to me it's like you really do need to take an inventory on what's important. And I think this is gonna bring out sometimes of you know, some of the things that we feel may be a part of our shallowness too. Because if you want a guy who's six four and, and, and he got a beard mm-hmm. and tattoos mm-hmm. and that's what you want, then you better hold it down because if you get a guy that's five nine with a beard and tattoos, you'd be like, But you five nine. I need you to get five more inches. <laughs> he can't he can't grow no more he cannot that's all right. if you're looking for an instagram model and you got a chick with a fat roll um i don't think that that's gonna work unless you know unless she wants to do these things not like you trying to mandate and change it or anything mm-hmm. like that if people want to work together towards certain things perfectly fine they're still equal yoking mm-hmm. right there so i can go off on a tangent but you go ahead Sam.
0: um i agree with most of what you said, I think that, you know, it's mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times when we think of equally yoked, depending on your background, because I'm, I'm not going to say everybody yeah. thinks this way. But depending on your background, mm-hmm. um, you immediately go to faith. Um, yeah. You know, I grew up holiness or hell. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't learn much about finances and all that other stuff. It was just, you know, if you are in a relationship or marry somebody that is spiritually in tune with you. Then he is the head of the house mm-hmm. and, you know, everything else should fall in place. <laughs> and yeah. Farthest from the truth, because you can love mm-hmm. God all day and not know how to do your finances.
1: Huh, uh, listen,
0: you know, you can love God all day and going to church and meeting God in the sanctuary is, you know, really your only goal. And, you know, mm-hmm. I ain't on top for that. So it's, you know, like you said, it's, it's so many elements of how are we compatible you know um Mm -hmm. i really think i I know a lot of couples that i've worked with that and also that i just know in life um that are not of the same faith but at the end of the day Mm -hmm. the goal of each faith is that we raise wonderful children that love that are caring you know that have very good morals and then we let them choose and decide when they're old enough based on what we modeled for them, what they want to believe. I don't see anything wrong with that at all. Um, But I I do think that as a whole, from what I've learned by talking to individuals, equally yoked goes immediately to religion. And and that's just, that's very far from the truth. How are we going to raise our children? You know, is Mm -hmm. a huge one. Because once you start having children, y'all have to be on the same page, you know, about how we're going to discipline What are we going to teach them? Are we going to push them to go to college? Or are we going to say to them, you know, whatever it is that you want to do in life, we got you. Um, So -hmm. many different elements of it. But, you know, I think the biggest thing for me is that it it isn't just about religion. It's about, you know, going to, first of all, get some real serious premarital counseling by somebody who is trained and licensed Mm -hmm. to do it because they will have a format of all of the things that you're supposed to be talking about before you get married so that you can really make a conscious decision about whether this is the right person for you. Everybody, you know, trained to do that. So just making sure that you have the, you know, the appropriate person um, to provide that, because again, that's something that's kind of fallen by the wayside is you don't really get really good sound therapy beforehand and then you get married and then now we're like okay now what do we do all that stuff comes Mm -hmm. up you never talked about it and now you have to figure it out in your marriage and sometimes it don't last so and that's very true all of the aspects of unequal yoked you know is important
1: yeah and so you know just don't take it from the big Mm -hmm. umbrella but that's when, you know, that old adage, the devil is right. in the details. So just understand that these are conversations and these are part of the crucial conversations that every couple should be having. And then also individually with yourself to just be like, am I ready for even anything that I say I'm ready <laughs> for? Because I have seen some lists when I've asked people, <laughs> okay, well, what is it that you're looking for?
0: You look at you about 50, you looking for somebody that's 50, but your list mm-hmm. is the requirement of somebody that's 21. What are we doing? what are we doing <laughs>
1: like, Uh doctoral that's dissertation
0: not that's not realistic and mm-hmm. I need you to you know come on let's let's get a little closer to what somebody at 50 might look like and what they might bring to the table and let's mm-hmm. discuss that and
1: that's true so all right Question number two. There, you got it? Do you
0: ever have clients that you don't look forward to seeing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The short mm-hmm. answer is yes. Yes, yes, yes. That does happen. Um, I can say for me, it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, excuse me, when I have a client that mm-hmm. is starting to um cause issues or make me think a little bit more about the session that I should be that usually means that I'm doing more than them so that's kind of a red Mm -hmm. flag that they're not doing the work that's necessary for them to move forward and everybody has a you know a place of stagnation it's very rare that you get a client that comes in and shoots through therapy and everything's great um there's usually right you know some plateauing that happens um That's common. But those individuals who just insist on not doing the work, even after you've empowered them to do it, those are generally the people that I'm like, okay, I just don't, you know, but then it becomes my responsibility to remind them, you know, you're in therapy to do the work. This is the work that we agreed on. This is what you committed to and what you said you would do. Um, Where are we in terms of making these goals happen? And just kind of reminding them. And then some people are just, you know, at the end of the day, I'm an honest therapist. If I don't think we work well together, mm-hmm. I just give you a referral somewhere yep. else because there are some personalities that I don't work well with and that's okay.
1: I definitely agree with that because I mean, yeah, there are times um, and you know, the thing is I always tell people up front anyway, as part of my orientation. Like not every therapist is Mm -hmm. for every client and not every client is for every therapist. Right. So at any time, if either one of us feels, you know, that we aren't Mm -hmm. working well together, I always have three referrals on deck, but, um, at the same time, yes, there have been times, um, sometimes it's, you know, it it can be, you know, you go into Mm -hmm. a heavy session, um, and it's like, okay, it's going to be worthwhile, but this thing is going to be very heavy. And sometimes it's just like, oh, okay. I just want to. If it's one o'clock, I just want to be done. Can it just be like Mm -hmm. two already? You know. Um, But then also, when you you do have some who want to come and play the game a little bit, and my conversation with them is, okay, I don't feel. I feel like something else is happening, but you're Mm -hmm. not being honest and there is, you know, there's a time you have to build a rapport and you have to be, you have to build the trust. So I get that and I try to give it the, you know, a good amount of time to be able to do that, to bring down walls. But if I feel like there is a consistent, you know, element of Mm -hmm. uh, dishonesty, um, that's something that makes me apprehensive about seeing somebody Um, and I bring it up. Because I one thing I won't do, I have been uncomfortable, uncomfortable in my in my life. I won't be uncomfortable right. in my mm-hmm. office. Absolutely not. Um, because if we're supposed to be modeling the behaviors that we want our clients to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. follow, sometimes then I won't be. Right, in and this that's company. part of being open and honest. not in my office. You know, these
0: sessions yes. don't feel good to me mm-hmm. as a therapist, and we no. need to talk about so, why that
1: is. You know, there's nothing wrong with that conversation. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. So you know that's a part of it, and then you know sometimes I just don't feel like working. That sometimes day. that happens. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just those days like, oh, are really beautiful. And you're like, oh what? I was then- outside right now. <laughs> Right, because it's almost like you want to go back to high school when your friends is like, "We going up right. to, you know, such and such. Let's skip school." And you be like, "Dang trust." You, right. you I know what I'm saying? Story. And you be sitting around like, "Okay, yes, let me get my mind right." You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, in those days, I, you know, I suck it up and I can be very, you know, transparent with my clients. I'm like, "Look, this son is out. You know, your girl got uh, seasonal affective disorder, and she just want to be out here soaking it up." But guess what? Mm-hmm. we still gonna have a great session. Yep. And I'm here with you. So, you know, and then I go play. Right. After the key I, is really know.
0: just modeling the behavior that you want to see. And, you know, some people Absolutely. go to therapy. They go to therapy for different reasons. Some people are in therapy because somebody said, mm-hmm. if you don't go to therapy, this relationship is over. <laughs> you know. <laughs> or or, or yeah, it's a court you know, It's a
1: court situation. Therapy, too, so,
0: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. depending on the reason mm-hmm. that the person is in therapy, I often find, you know, some people work harder than yeah. others. But again, as a therapist, you know, yes. it's your job to kind of promote healing and them being well, but making mm-hmm. them understand that
1: yes. it's
0: your journey, it's not mine. <laughs> I don't have a dog in this
1: fight, mm-hmm. so, right? And that's it too. But also, mm-hmm. on the humanity of it because you know sometimes even though people be like, yeah, you're a human, you sometimes you realize right. like, no, I'm real human mm-hmm. today. You and know what I'm you saying? know the but balance so, of definitely. remembering.
0: You know, I've been in therapy several times you know, still got a therapist when I need it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, understanding yeah. what it feels like to be on the couch as well as being in the seat mm-hmm. of the person who's helping the person on the couch. So all of that comes into play, finding that balance. But there are just some clients that just don't want to do the work. I don't even know why they come. They just don't want to do the work. And it's like,
1: well, they want to, you know, they want us to the make magic, magic wand.
0: You know, I never had one. And mm-hmm. um, what are we no. going to do here? Because, I got some referrals for you if you would like them or let's yeah. revisit in a month. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a month to think about it. You know, is this something that you really want to do?
1: Yeah. And when you're ready, let me know. Absolutely. So, and it's nothing wrong, you know, so I know this is kind of deviating the question, but right. there's nothing wrong with taking a break, mm-hmm. reassessing and coming back because just because you stop, I right. mean, you can't never right. pick it back you just up. Just need some reflective time. So. Absolutely. All right. Trivia. So, now we're moving on to trivia. Okay, girl. Right. It's my turn. Yes, last so, dragon. Yes, it is. <laughs> girl, come on. And people, I, I now listen. If our listeners don't know what the um, the last dragon is. First of all, I need you to find a therapist for real <laughs> and process that. Okay, because this is a 19 like 84, 85 mm-hmm. hood classic, yes. Thank you. Produced and I think directed Very by me. Gordy. Than Barry Gordy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these are some of the some old school artists are in here. And some people that you will right. probably never see again. Because they are forever in that <laughs> role. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, right? But it was the greatest. Come on now. Okay, so, all right, so we're talking about the. Come last on now. I don't remember all the okay. details, though. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I'm ready. Well, these aren't in depth, so I hope you remember these because okay. I'm like, if you don't remember these, well, yeah, if you don't remember okay. these, then I don't think I'm ready. You're ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So, okay. and this is a yes or no question. Is Leroy's nemesis Shona? Yes, 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 absolutely! Okay. Yay! Mm-hmm. The showgirl right. of Harlem. Okay, girl. Okay, come on, let's get it. Okay, because when he came up in that movie theater, I thought I was gonna holler so tough. I was a like, who the bad that Jerry curl, no. girl, the big old one. Okay, helmet.
0: God, God bigger
1: his body. But anyway girl back in the day it was all like that I like soul well from coming to America come on now but anyway alright so who was Bruce Leroy's
0: love uh, vanity her name
1: was I think it was Laura yes
0: but yes yes girl Laura, vanity.
1: Yes, come on. Vanity. you really watched it yes okay now this one girl, don't vanity, do that don't, don't set one. me
0: up don't do that don't do that don't do that just ask the question because this what I'm like you didn't already threaten to take my black card you know just
1: girl I didn't threaten it I took it stole it back next oh my god Uh, uh, okay Gator but anyway so (laughs) what did Bruce Leroy use to eat popcorn with at the movie theater oh my god Come what on. What did he use to eat? Bruce Lee Chopsticks?
0: Right? I don't know. Oh, good guess. Yes. Yes. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I, I had no clue he the only since one. he Everybody wanted to be like Bruce Lee. I
1: fingers. just assumed. Chopsticks? Yes. Okay. Okay. Come on. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So, thank you. Okay. Oh. Leave my you card. Was like, you I was going to struggle. I was like, this girl Girl, I guess you can keep it. It's okay. Right. Well, I don't know. I, I still believe it's gone. It's like black card revoked. But yeah. Okay. What else you got? You got another uh-huh. one?
0: Come on. Uh-huh.
1: That's it. Ding ding. ding no, ding, that's ding, it. Ding. I got that. Yeah. I mean, yay. Yeah. We can do. Saying, let's, let's do a bonus. bonus. <laughs> I'm. I'm feeling good. Let's so. do a
0: bonus. Come on.
1: Okay. Where was the mean, Where was he? okay you know how in the movie Bruce Leroy went to the the place he worked at that made the fortune okay. cookies right he was looking for the master the guy came up to him he was standing outside he was like you gotta find the master and he kept giving him hints and so he thought it was a location where was the master for real oh maybe I shouldn't have gone this far <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I'm okay I'm gonna give you a hint I'm gonna give you a hint okay this is towards the end of the movie Show Nuff fighting. It's the last and Bruce showdown. Bruce Leroy fighting. He, he, you see what I'm saying. So in the beginning, you know how Show Nuff was moving, and he got, you know, he got that, you know, he was doing his thing, uh-huh. and he uh-huh. had the extra power, right? And Bruce Leroy it got, he was, was within him. But yes, because he
0: caught yes, the bullet. Thank that you.
1: Stuff. Come
0: on. What is hey teeth? It's With teeth. fine that. teeth.
1: Come on. Oof. Okay, shoot, girl. Why was Tamar. I thinking Um, tamarind. What?
0: <laughs> what was his name? <laughs>
1: girl, I knew it. I'm like, that's a season. Ah, turmeric. Yes, turmeric is you know what gives you turmeric or something. <laughs> or something. Well, oh, wow. Oh Jesus. Please Help <laughs> me,
0: Lord. But anyway,
1: yes. Yes. So he had the power. He, the master was always in him. He had to tap into his that power. Yes. That was hey. a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm gonna have to Maybe watch today. that again. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it today. But anyway, <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> okay. So are mm. soul ties real? And if so, how do you break them?
0: Are you? I'm going first.
1: I'll go first. I don't mind. Oh, okay.
0: Absolutely. Go. Okay, go ahead. Soul ties are real. I, I completely believe in them. You know, when I think of soul ties, I often think of mm-hmm. um a, some kind of hex or curse. I mean, I don't know that it's necessarily that, but that's just the first mm-hmm. thing that I think of. Um, You know, it's usually associated mm-hmm. with some type of physical intimacy that's taking place between two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it causes you to obsess about them. So, you know, you think about them a lot during the day. You dream about them. Um, One of the hallmarks of soul ties is that you often think about them while you're intimate with your new partner. Um, And so it creates a wedge between you and your new partner because you're constantly thinking about this other person. Um, I mean, I think probably the first thing to do is to just be honest about it because, you know, secrets Mm -hmm. are, you know, they fester. And the more secretive you are about it, you know, the more you have to lie to yourself and to others about how you truly feel about that person. Um, And so, you know, first of all, talking about it, I would say find, you know, a really good therapist that can help you talk about when you first started to feel that way about that person, what are the things that you think about and, you know, really get to the core of the issue Um, and, you know, Mm -hmm. get rid of everything in your house That remind you of that person, that that person bought you or gave you um, so that you can start the healing process without being reminded of that person consistently. Soul ties are very real.
1: Oh, I definitely agree. I, well, OK, so I agree with mostly everything that you said. And I want to mm-hmm. add a, another perspective on it, too, because not only is you, you sometimes obsessing and you don't even mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even really know that you're obsessing. It's just like the thoughts hit you. But you could have been thinking about this person for five minutes and thinking about one section mm-hmm. of something that they did, said whatever. Right. Um, but I will also say that sometimes you may mm-hmm. even start doing some of the stuff that they used to do. Um, and you'd be like, I didn't used mm-hmm. to do that. When did I start doing this mess? Um, so I do want to add that little piece. Yes, I do believe in being honest um, and honest, not necessarily keeping secrets, but sometimes right. we're just being, we want to be in denial because we never want to let ourselves know, nevertheless, none somebody else mm-hmm. know that they got us. And so admitting right. it to ourselves really helps. But then also trying to figure mm-hmm. out what is it about that person What what is that attract what what is so deep within me that is that is craving mm-hmm. something so deep within them that you know i can't let it go or i find it extremely mm-hmm. difficult to move past this person um now i you know i know you said about packing up everything now if it's something that i feel like you don't necessarily have to get rid of it, everything but if it's if it's to the point where you're like okay no I, I every time I think about this or every time I see this let it go because I, I'll give an example I dated someone and um, this person mm-hmm. was a, a, a love bomber okay um, mm-hmm. where they showered me with gifts okay right and that's my love language let's be clear one of the gifts that this person got me was something I had been wanting for 10 years I wear this this gift several times, and I still don't think about this person after I release them and can't, you know move towards letting it go, understanding my role, mm-hmm. and also how to forgive. Um, it's just like a oh thanks, and I I, I wear it mm-hmm. and with no feeling, emotion, or thought about it. If you being honest with yourself, if you know you can't get past right. it, then do what you need to do to get rid of it. Sell it, you know whatever. Um, but then also, you know, to bring in the spiritual aspect of part, because, you know, faith without works is dead, because definitely you need to be talking to somebody who can help mm-hmm. you work through process your emotions and feelings. Right. But then also sometimes it's the prayer aspect. Some people find and, and let's be very clear. Prayer is not only a, uh, uh, for me. Prayer is not only just a conversation with God, but it is also a form of meditation where I find peace. And if I can't get peace in my thoughts because I'm thinking right. about this person, I got to go do something about it. And so it could be the prayer. It could be leaving out. It could be physical activity. It could be mm-hmm. like you know I'll call you and we'll have a conversation. And prayer is also
0: activation of coverings. Um, but it is. So you know it's very I true. Think, you know prayer is you know it's meditative. It is definitely a conversation, but it is also mm-hmm. a way to activate God's mm-hmm. grace, God's mercy, all of the things that He says He would do for you. <laughs> it's a way to activate it. So mm-hmm. Lord, I need you to take this person off my mind lead me and guide me in the direction
1: that I need to go so that I can do that. Um. Yeah, and those are, they're definitely soul type prayers out here, too. Let's be very clear because I've had to pray once, and um, thank God, it you know, he released me, and I've been mm-hmm. able to be like, whoo I can breathe. I can really breathe, and it's not just a one-and-done. No, I've had to say it multiple times, right. and I'm still, you know, I was doing my work, but you know it's, it's that all. process and no it's not a quick fix Mm-mm. nothing is not so i don't care how many antidepressants you get on or anything like that it is not going to be a quick fix this is something right. that really you're going to have to work where, through and dig deep you know
0: good therapy comes in
1: yeah because you have to get to the root of it mm-hmm. why After did you, you like
0: this it. person why sure. did you end up with this person what is it mm-hmm. about this person that you miss so mm-hmm. much you know, all of those things come into play. Um, mm-hmm. But soul ties are definitely real. I've you know, heard people joking about it and, you know, not mm-hmm. really believing in it. I often think that people that joke about it are people that no, are but involved real. in them. It's <laughs> not being honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They just don't want to recognize with themselves it. about right. the fact See, that it's real um, or in, are embarrassed of the fact that, you know, they're not with this person and haven't been with this person for years. And they still keep thinking about them and going back to them. Um, Because it's, you know, and and I I didn't do, I didn't check for the research on this aspect of it. So, you know, don't take my word for it. But I often think that soul ties are more so with females than males. Because in sexual activities, you know, we are the receivers. And, you know, men interject themselves into us. And so I often feel that, you know, just from conversations with people, that it often happens more so with females than males. But I would have to do the research on that.
1: Well, how about this? Let's look it up sure. and then Sounds we like just, a plan. you know, recap it for next time. Yeah, because that's interest. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I think that goes into sometimes mm-hmm. how we gear our thoughts around sex too. You know, even in conversations. Because I've had conversations with men, and they're like, "Well, you know." Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why this happened to me. And, and, it, and honestly, you know, to be very transparent, I'm always. Well, ask them if they couldn't find their drawers because they probably buried when... it in the backyard. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, I'm we were not. Saying, okay. I'm just saying. When we ain't a going extra into that. And your spaghetti I'm saying? Girl, listen, <laughs> please. We're not going to that because there, there might be a generation Ooh. of people who don't know that because Lord Jesus, anytime you would make possible like I before I food. came. Like your stomach was just growling. Okay. Your stomach was just growling right down to you. Ooh, I said god. I made lasagna. Look, and it was a okay? reason you couldn't find out. Ain't your nobody pulling with you. before but you anyway. got ready to
0: leave that house, bruh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are buried. Oh my god. In her yard. Yes. So <sighs> so funny good. okay all right yes so thank another you guys one. for listening to yet another and this is episode number seven another of our uh, mm-hmm. podcast they lit at outlook.com please again if you have questions or you just have comments because we you know we want your feedback again i know we we've, we've been getting text messages and please. we've been like so that's so sweet <laughs> but can you send that to the email box um and and you know or you know we've actually you know um in conversations with people when we're out we interject sometimes that we are you know co-hosts of a podcast and things like that Mm -hmm. and we're like sterilit at outlook.com so continue to send us questions um and we would love to hear from you um and so again until we uh, meet again i hope you are be well and be safe uh, you know we're going into this winter season yeah, last and night was my last this virus walk. is looking like so i'm gonna be please be house. well um yeah but don't forget to too. follow us on
0: instagram it's the at their podcast yeah um check us
1: out on there and Just, um, yep oh yes. also please listen but also share it okay mm-hmm. share 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 like share 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 a like. so yes. that's our um, version of support you know definitely we enjoy you listening to us and giving us that feedback but also for us all if right you could just everybody share, have, have an awesome. amazing week all right all right bye-bye yes and take care and be safe and be